0: Our spotlight this week is Jason Alonga, the Chief Executive Officer of the Namibia Savings and Investment Association. Uh, Jason, welcome to the spotlight.
1: Thanks, Gary. Um, Good afternoon to the listeners. Happy to be
0: here. Now, you've reached uh, reached the heights of a corporate ladder at quite a young age um, and taking the lead in an industry representing a very significant portion of the country's GDP but uh, people always see the finish tape; they don't always see the journey. So, just take us a little bit through your journey to to your current role.
1: Okay, so yeah, I'm uh, uh, perhaps not so young anymore. Um, you know, uh, thirty six years old, or will it be thirty six in October. And um, my journey has really been. Um, um I, I would not say an easy one, but uh, I guess one of uh of, of, of faith and, and really seeing sort of God's hand in, in my in my journey. I've been to basically over the 12-year school career, I have been to um schools. Um started off in the north, it's just a primary school, a combined school at the village where, I mean, you were just going to school, not really knowing why. Um, and then I was also then, uh, so for I, for four years, I was in the north. And then another four years, I was at a school in Nokahanja, Um And then the other eight years were split between uh, four years at one of the uh, junior schools in Hobabes and then the last four years at Plessis High School. So that's really where I finished my high school and um, then went on to study accounting at the University of Namibia. But just a bit of background, you know, why accounting is that before, um, when I was in grade 10, there used to be this Bank of Namibia uh, career fair where they would head out into regions, and have a career fair and have various speakers and and they will have various career options on display and, and that's where way for the first time i saw the route to become a, a child accountant and i remember jerome mutumba who's now currently at, at DPN, and i'm sure he will be hearing this for the first time uh he, he was the guy that actually was driving that uh career fair and when i saw ca I think it just got my attention and I just, I never looked back. I just wanted to be a CA and I'm one person. When I put my mind to something, there is no other option. It's just that. And that, that that's basically how then went through to the University of Namibia, finished my four-year degree, went to do my post uh, at the University of Johannesburg uh, in 2010. So UNAM, I finished, uh, so I was at UNAM 2006, 2002. Nine. And then in, in uh, 2010, 2011, I was at UJ. Um and yeah, came back, started my articles with Deloitte. And uh yeah, that's that really kick-started my my career. I completed my articles towards the end of 2014, qualified as a CA in 2015, and then um I went then I was at IJG in their corporate finance division, uh, doing quite a number of interesting things. The sort of the most recent listings on the NSX, Letsejo, Standard Bank, MTC. I was fortunate enough to have been involved in those listings. Um, until then, the opportunity came up uh, at Nasia. So that, in a nutshell, is is Jason.
0: That's a fascinating That's story. Like we often, uh, you know, we see these sorts of things like career fairs and expos, and 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 it's it's really fascinating to hear that a particular event happened that changed the course of your life. And I'm sure that's uh that that'll be an inspiration to many young school children. Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Jason, uh, you've, you, I mean, you've reached uh certainly not the pinnacle of your career, but you've, re- you've reached a, a fairly, a fairly high place in, in, in the economy at the moment. Uh, what do you, how, what do you see for the next five to 10 years for yourself? And how do you, develop yourself to be ready for the challenges that you still want to take on?
1: Yeah, um, yeah. thanks Gary for, for, for that question. I think, first of all, I, I never considered myself to have reached the pinnacle of, of my career. So I'm a continuous um, learner. Of course, not discounting the fact that I'm fortunate to, to, know, to be in this role at, uh, at such a young age, and and I think the good thing with Nasia is that because it's a it's a relatively uh, new industry body, um, it allows you to then sort of make the institution you 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 sort of starting off, um, you know I don't want to say from a sort of a clean slate because there were you know two CEOs before me and they did lay a good background uh, or foundation. Um, but 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 I think it's it's a unique opportunity to really just build um, really a, a truly formidable industry body that is seized with um, you know matters of policy and, and regulation affecting the the non banking sector. So in terms of you know how oh, sort of my vision for for the next five years. It's funny that you ask because I always see myself in five years. So I always I would do something and then while at it, I would then plan for for the next five years. Um, and, and, and normally I'm not really specific, but sort of high level, I'm always on track in terms of where where I want to go. So when I joined Nasia in September 2020, I told the chair Cosmos by the time. I said, look, I'll only be here for five years. You know, I'll only do this for five years and then I, I need to I need to move on. So um, for someone that's a continuous learner, you know, always really um not just on the job and learning your team, but also just um outside of work, always trying to to, to you know improve myself. Um but where I see myself is really because I consider this as a it's a junior executive role, you know. So it's definitely not the pinnacle, and uh, if anything, it's it's only the start, um, you know, in in the in the world of um, of executive um, uh, management and leadership. And uh, where I see myself uh, in in the next five years or post Nacia is to still remain in the industry, in the non banking uh you know financial institutions uh because it's it's an industry that i'm quite passionate about um you know savings and investments um and it's an industry that i think can be used to to really contribute a lot to the economic development of, of this country so that's definitely where i see myself um in this industry but in what role and which company that i, c- I cannot say but at least being at Nasia, it gives you that eagle's eye view of the entire sector, and you can see which pockets within the industry are more fascinating and which pockets uh, I would potentially like to um, to, to to work in post Nasia.
0: Now, of course, one of the um, one of the biggest issues in in policy making, certainly from economic development perspective, is more often than not, there's different views that inform policies. Some of them are political, some of them are cultural. Um, But more often than not, in a globalized world, economic viewpoints sometimes go missing in the formulation of of policy or perhaps aren't quite as strongly represented. Uh, We see the Namibian economy with a few huge opportunities in the next five to 10 years to dramatically expand on the back of, you know, a number of different sectors. Uh, Is there any temptation to go uh, kind of onto the other side of the coin and, and from a Lawmaker, policymaker perspective get a bit more involved in creating the frameworks for that to happen.
1: Um, yeah, no, Gary, not not at this stage. Uh, I think the the fascinating thing is that both sides need each other, and they sort of need to recognise that they need each other. But I like this side more because what we normally do. I mean, so from a policy perspective, government will, for example, have a budget deficit that needs to be funded. And from a police perspective, they will push to make sure that they, they fund that budget. Um, and so we we then come in from the, the other side then to say, look, um, you know, we understand what the intentions are, you want to maximize revenue, you want to to sort of um, fund the budget deficit. But you know, this is our view. And these are uh, could be the unintended consequences of this policy. And uh, we, we are really fortunate to have a a, a minister, one, that, that listens, uh, that the Ipumbushimi, you know, sort of really listens and uh, will always respond to our submissions. We are also fortunate to have a regulator that's in the name of Nafisa, that really also listens and has a, an open door policy. So, so I think in the, in the end is really to realize that the two sides, um, both need each other, and uh, we, when they work well together, it ultimately benefits the layman on the street uh, or everyone. Yeah. And, and that's really, you know, why we do this. Uh, and what makes it exciting is that in the end, it's really to benefit the the individual.
0: Jason, just tell us a little bit about your yourself out of the office. You're obviously a whole person, not a role. So, uh, what is it that you do to keep yourself sane, keep yourself motivated? And, w- and what sort of people do you surround yourself with?
1: Yeah, so I, I am, uh, you know, a husband uh, to a beautiful wife, uh, Michelle. Have uh, two kids: uh, a daughter, uh, four year old, and, uh, and a son, uh, two year old. And uh, I describe myself as a sort of intro extrovert. So there are times when. I'm a social person. I like hosting people. I like visiting friends. I like having friends over, um, you know, just you know, on a Saturday, um, and really just uh, bond and 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 uh, discuss topical issues. Um, But I also, um, you know, I also have a limit where you know times I just want to be by myself, uh, reading, uh, reading books. Uh, You know, I would set myself. A target, you know, to say, okay, I need to read ABC. Um, and being a father, it's difficult. You you never get to read all the books that you you know you you, you want to read. Um, but 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 at least that that also comes with its own joy, you know. Even though this side you can't do much, but you know, just being a father is is, is such a a blessing that I I just um, treasure each and every day.
0: Jason, just lastly, in closing, we're nearly out of time, but someone who's come from the dusty streets of a township to uh, a commanding position in uh, helping the Namibia determine its own economic future. Uh, we know that one of the biggest challenges the country faces is youth unemployment and a, a problem that continues to expand. What message did you have to young people who kind of now have to go into this world, emerging from school, going into a, even coming out of an education system that might not always fully prepare them or the world they're working in uh, what what do you say to people who turn to you for advice yeah I think to to young
1: people I would say to them and this is what I would have told a younger Jason and this is exactly what I did is really to have uh, discipline first and foremost and to take your education very seriously and to just be a, a continuous learner be informed be um, don't just be on Facebook, TikTok. And the good thing with young people today is that you have all these platforms, um, but it's really what you choose to be on, on your timeline. Is your timeline just showing things that are not really important? Or have you structured your timeline to show you, you know, to re- economic news, um, to, to really understand and see the opportunities out there? For example, there's green hydrogen now, that's uh, sort of the buzzword. But have you even gone to the green hydrogen website to see what's happening there, or are you really just on, you know, things that are not important? So I would really just advise young people to be disciplined, have a vision, and and stick to it, because when I see people on the on the street, or people on a construction site, or people at a, um, you know, just sort of any manual labor type of work. I look at them and I'm like, I'm no different from these guys. It could have been me. Um, But because of just the simple things I've done, I sort of charted a different path for for myself and and for my family.
0: Well, Jason, we'll continue to watch that path and uh, all the very best for the challenges that lie ahead. Thank you for joining us on The Spotlight.
1: Okay. Thanks, Gary.
0: That's Jason Heilonger, the Chief Executive Officer of the Namibia Savings and Investment Association in The Spotlight.